It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. It's The Rendezvous. You found us, Simon and Angie. Mm -hmm. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Good evening. Looking good as always, Angie. Oh, thank you, my love. That is our romantic expert, as you can tell. Listen to the way he's buttering me up. Our romance man here. (laughs) I love it. That's a good way to to make a girl feel good. Tell her she's la belle. The truth. It's oh, you're truth. so sweet. And how do I say you're handsome in French? Tu es, tu es beau. Tu es beau? Oui. Oh, beau. Like beau. beau. Tu es beau. Exactly. Beau. Ah, Merci. you are my beau. All Merci. right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen, we're all about love, dating, and romance, and relationships on this show. We love to give advice. Uh, none of us are psychiatrists here. We're just people with experience. And of course, like, you know, if you're French, obviously you know more than anybody about it. So... Simon Marcel is here as well. We take calls all night, 855-905-8255. If you want to call, ask us a question, if you need advice, or if you want to comment on anything we're talking about as well. Uh, SimonandAngie.com, that's our website. All our podcasts and our email is there. If you are a little nervous about being on the radio, talking about your love life, you can always send us an email. Or Mm -hmm. Simon and Angie, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Simon, I see the phones blinky blinking. Yep. Yeah, I love that when we come Come in. People are eager to talk to us about their love. Mm-hmm. So let's do that when we come back next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships. Mm-hmm. We got it all here. And uh, I want to take some calls. We just opened the show, 855-905-8255. Simon, are you ready? Let's give some I am advice. ready, Angie. Okay, let's pick up the line. Uh, listening in Sussex, New Jersey on Max. 106.3. Here's Thea. Hi, Thea. Bonjour. Hello. Hello. How can we help you tonight? <laughs> so, um, I'm single, and I've um, recently joined a dating website. Okay. And I've been on two dates, uh, with like over like the last month, I'd say, with two different uh, guys. And I think the dates go great, but... I don't seem to hear back from them, and I'm starting to feel maybe I can be a little bit intimidating. Why do you feel that you're coming off as intimidating? Well, it's not so much that I come off intimidating. It's because of, like, what I do, you know, like... Which is... I, yeah. which, well, I, I'm a singer. Um, I dance. I do choreography. I'm very involved in arts, you know, okay. like fine arts and stuff like that. So I'm very, like, I'm very out there. Like, I'm very active in the community and... So I don't know. It's like I tell them this, and then next thing you know, it's like it, everything like kind of like dulls down a little bit, and then I don't hear from them. Hmm. I, I want to ask you, Thea. I, I online date too, you know, once in a while, and I go on dates and all this. There's nothing in what you describe that would make a man run away. Yeah, Simon. Wouldn't you find that attractive about a woman? Like I'm a dancer. I'm in the arts. I'm a singer. Totally. I think it's interesting, intriguing, and and very exciting. So do you think there's something else you're not telling us during the date, the two dates that, you know, you did, you said? Yeah, I feel like you're right. People always leave one little detail out. You know, is there, what is Simon saying true? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I know that I'm very energetic and bubbly, you know, like I'm very full of energy. I mean, it doesn't, listen, I, I feel like sometimes when we go on dates and we don't get a second date or whatever, we start to go inward and pick ourselves apart. Like, what did I do wrong? Was I too aggressive? Was I this? Was I that? Was he intimidated because of my job or whatever it is? When sometimes there's just no spark and sometimes 
instead of picking ourselves apart and making ourselves feel insecure about what do we do wrong, maybe it just wasn't a match. And that's a good sign that it, that person wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Remember, online dating, we all go on tons of dates. Most of them do not work. It's no biggie. It's life, right? So I know for you, you might say, oh, I got two dates and work out and I haven't heard back from them. But the reality is for all of us, the online dating, you go to 10, 50 maybe dates and then you find somebody who likes you too and it moves on. So I would not really worry about just two dates didn't go well yeah. really, because that's the world we live in right now. Yeah, I wouldn't analyze it too much like Simon nope. said. And, you know, also a lot of people are on these sites dating for sport. And not really dating for long term. You know what I mean? Like you might have the idea that you're going to find your forever after. But some guys, some girls might be on here like, hey, I get a date tonight. I get a date tonight. It's like dating for sport rather than dating for being serious. So don't be hard on yourself is what I'm saying. Because if if it doesn't work and they they don't never come around again, then take that for what it is. And boom, c'est la vie next. That's it. Gotcha. Thank you, guys. You're, You're so welcome. welcome. Keep on dating, absolutely. Yes, yes. keep I dating. Will. Thank you. <laughs> Have a All good right. night. This brings me to a question that I want to ask Simon next about what dating mistakes can you admit that you've made? I'll tell you one of mine if you tell me one of yours. I have a long list. Oh, you do? I don't of believe mistakes. that. Oh, of course. I'm oh, Mr. Romance, what? Yeah, you live and learn. I'm going to share that with you. <laughs> All right, let's be honest about the dating mistakes we've made. It's time to, you know, Put you on the hot seat. Be honest. Be real next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Love dating, romance, Mm -hmm. relationships. So, Simon, we just had a call um, from our girl Thea in New Jersey who was saying, I feel like I'm intimidating on dates. We kind of found out, hey... You're not intimidating. People just like sometimes a match is just not a match, which which led me to wonder what mistakes you've made on dates before. When you go back, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Do you have any, Simon? Oh, plenty, Angie. I mean, I used to direct the conversation and play shrink, meaning it would create a situation where it's like not an interview, but like you were at your therapist, right? I would ask all those questions, too many questions, too many personal questions, things that were way too deep for a first date because I was nervous. I would and so your like way out of the myself. nerves would yeah, be so to my ask to her more questions that more are More questions about her childhood, uh-huh. about her parents. I was trying to show my interest in the wrong way. It never worked. And the person would be like un at ease. That's interesting. And I did it out of nervousness. But you felt like you were doing the right thing because they always say on a date, make sure you ask questions, ask questions. But sometimes when you get too deep it's like whoa where did we just go like it was just supposed to be fun and light <laughs> it, it was a big flow of mine in my 30s and then that changed after in the 40s never again you've learned from it my big flaw in dating is i would shape shift meaning uh, whatever mean? the guy was into i would really pretend i was super into it like he you oh, know would be on the date okay. and he's like oh i'm so into nascar i'm like oh my god dale earnhardt jr is my favorite i love it <laughs> I, I don't care at all so i would do that to try to make them think i was this perfect girl that was exactly for them which am i into dale earnhardt no i don't think so um i want to ask our staff too what was the mistake that you can really own up to that you made during dating next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You found us tonight. Thank you so much. Romance, love, dating, relationships. Speaking of dating, we've been going around the room here talking about mistakes that we have made on dates. Um, Simon, you said you look for the flaw 
uh, you try to in- interrogate I for the flaw. I was such a goofball. <laughs> Pro- tragic I- mistake to play shrink. Yeah, tragic. and I I made the mistake of you know trying to pretend I was into something yeah. that my date was into when I had no knowledge of it whatsoever. So I want to go to our executive producer, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. What can you own Hi. up to that you know you've done wrong on dates? Oversharing. Oversharing. Yeah, just oh, telling things. Yeah, like even like about past relationships. You and Simon would have been the perfect date because you would have <laughs> yeah. been Simon trying to dig and Jill would have been like, here's everything. Yeah. Here's my whole That's bag true. of issues. Everything. Ex- <laughs> wow. Bad. Jill, you, you did that because you were, what, afraid of, of what was the fear? In, I think it the- was nervous. I was just like You didn't want silence. Out, yeah, exactly. I was just blurting out whatever. I would talk about exes. I would talk about like things that were just not appropriate for a date. I'm guilty of talking too much when I'm trying to fill the air. If mm-hmm. I feel like somebody else is very quiet. Uh, it, I'm so uncomfortable with quiet people that I have to fill the room with something sometimes when I first meet you. But I want to go to our ex- uh, assistant producer, Trisha. Trisha, what do you do? This has happened maybe twice to me. Like I'll be on a date with a guy and I am not a attracted to them at all mm-hmm. and I can see them coming in for like a kiss and I don't know how to like go away from it so you kiss so then I kiss them back and then it's like really I've weird that. I've done that afterwards because then they're trying to talk to me afterwards and I'm like ooh yeah. no 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 I've done that too it's it's sometimes it's really awkward to end a date especially when you don't want to see that person again but you don't know how to end it so you're like okay I'll just kiss you real quick and then I'm done yes never again never again that is funny so now you know you don't have to do that. Oh, good. good. All right. Good. <laughs> All right. More of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all laughing off the air because of these conversations we're having about bad dates and our bad date behavior. We're owning yeah. our bad behavior, right? Yes. We're getting yes, it all, all out. So we ended last time with our uh, assistant producer, Trisha saying that, She's guilty of when a date is, she knows she doesn't like the dude, then lets the kiss happen at the end of the date, even though she doesn't want to kiss. But it's kind of like when you end a date, it's like awkward. Um, so, Simon, <laughs> the, the the kiss thing led into us telling yeah. stories about bad kisses. You're French. It's the French kiss. It's the ki- It's the birthplace of the kiss. I, I know. And I love kissing. But one night on a first date... When her tongue touched my tongue, I felt it was like sandpaper, like a tongue of a cat. You and were kissing have, a cat. Like, like <laughs> I, I don't understand. She was really what, dehydrated, maybe. I don't know. What is but, that about? You know, like, I felt like like sandpaper, her tongue. And it, it was so awkward, I just didn't know what to do. I will never forget hmm. it. So that was a really bad kiss. And after that, of course, we remained friends, but no more smoochy doochy. What about you, Angie? No more smoochy doochy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you Can say? Can we please no? hashtag smoochy doochy? That's like my new favorite thing. No more smoochy doochy. I thought people say that here. Hashtag <laughs> rendezvous. Hashtag smoochy doochy. Hashtag Simon says. Um, my uh, bad kiss experience is with one guy I remember in particular had a very short, fat tongue. And it weirded oh. me out, and like it couldn't reach all the way over to my mouth. Like, what? I didn't, I didn't know what was happening. It, it was oh, yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And it grosses me out to even talk about it. Trisha, what was your uh, our assistant producers here still? Because you started the whole kissing oh, thing. God. So what was your bad kiss? Um, he had super dry lips, so it was like super Gross. chapped lips, and uh. then like it was not like. There was no movement. It was very he just like, was still. Like, it was very still, and I was just like, this is never. There's no enthusiasm here. I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is happening. Please 
make it stop. And, and yeah, like bad kissers to me. Do you feel Simon like that's indicative of how everything else is going to be romantically? Because I feel like the first thing you do intimately with somebody is kiss them. And if the kiss is bad, is that a sign that things will be bad everywhere else in the no. bedroom? To be honest, you don't think I've, so? No, my experience shows absolutely not. You might be a I great kisser and suck in the sack, or you uh, might be an okay well. kisser and just be, you know, not so good in the sack. So I've really, and I'm 49, I've passed this cliche. I really feel, and I love kissing, but you might be an okay kisser, or we, but you might be unbelievable in the sack. I don't believe that. Well, believe me. Because if you're if you're a bad kisser, I'm not going to that ooh-la-la place because it's well, it's shut down, it's so, over. I enjoy kissing so much. I like to make out that if it's not fun for me, I don't want to know anything else. But in the future, after years of being together, you kiss way less than you ooh-la-la. So I, I, I disagree. You Jason, still French kiss as much as, as yeah. at the Jason beginning? Yeah, Jason and I probably kiss more than we ooh-la-la. We don't have enough time for all the ooh-la-la, so we try to show each other that we're passionate and that's our way of doing it saying i really wish we could go further right now but we can't because what? i have to take the kid to school or whatever i gotta go to work but here mm, here's something well and i'm glad it's the case but i know many friends of mine just the kiss is almost like non-existent i agree anymore. with you i, I have friends too that say that they don't kiss anymore anymore but they ooh la la let's just leave it with keep kissing never stop kissing yes we oui. it's all in the kiss le bisou in french it means because a bisou. Kiss, your kiss is what I miss. Hollow notes. All right. That's right. Uh, more... I remember this song. That's the end of Can my. Can you sing it group. again? Nope. Uh, more rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks for checking out the rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, whatever is on your mind. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, mm-hmm. and myself here to answer all your questions. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a Twitter DM that I want to share with you, a question. Okay. It says, hi, guys. My friend wants to ask her boyfriend for rent money since he stays at the apartment all the time. What do you think she should do? I mean, he's, if he stays there all the time, does he have a drawer? Does he have a toothbrush? Does he have an underwear drawer? Is he there the majority of the week? Those would be my questions. What do you think, Simon? If you have a rent and you feel he should be chipping in, he should. I mean, it's not abnormal that two adults co-share a place, co-share the rent. That's called fair. But don't um, you think, um, you know, Simon, let's say you have a girlfriend and I know you have a, a beautiful place and she stays there maybe once a week, twice a week. You would not feel comfortable asking her to pay some rent. Okay, at my age, no way. I mean, I just, I, I'm almost 50. I can't ask any woman to pay the rent. But if you're younger, I think it's cool. I think it share. depends on how often it is. Like, how well, of much course, of his stuff is there? Is exactly. he there every day? If he's there every day, then yes. Exactly. It's, it's use common sense when it comes to that. Common sense dictate the answer of who should pay how much and how comfortable you are yeah. uh, with, with that. Once he pays the rent, he'll be home too. So you lose some rights. Well, I assume him. if it's like once or twice a week, Whatever. I mean, that's great that you have a boyfriend that stays over and love that. But if it's every day and his stuff is everywhere, then you have a roommate. You don't have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend roommate. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got to be fair. And he's got to pay right. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you for hitting us up on Twitter. I will not share your handle as you asked not to. But Simon and Angie, if you want to send a question too. Okay. More Mm -hmm. of The Rendezvous next. 
Hello, you're listening to The Rendezvous. Welcome back with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. And we want to get to the phones. Let's take some calls, Simon. What do you say? Absolutely. 855-905-8255. We have a call on hold right now. Kendrick, Texas, listening on Mix 104.7. Here's Olivia. Hi, Olivia. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. We are good. What can we help you with? So, um, obviously, uh, this past year has been very tumultuous with the political climate. And my boyfriend of many, many years and I completely differ politically. We get along in like every other way. But this year has been especially rough on us as we keep finding more things that we don't agree on. So Mm -hmm. my question to you is, how do you get past that when you start to realize some of your core values are completely different. Boy, that's a, uh, you know what's so funny, um, not funny, but so interesting, Olivia, is that, Simon, I, I, I feel like you probably know about this too. Your family is a political family, and I feel like mm-hmm. I read so many stories about couples who thought that they were super in love, and then all of a sudden you find out, deep, dark secret, that they feel certain types of way that are completely opposite of any ideology you have. And you're like, whoa, I don't know this person at all. <laughs> or yeah. or I, I don't like how you feel about this, and I feel like it's an attack on who I am. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, Olivia, a really interesting question. I want to dig into that deeper with Simon. What to do when you find out, even if it's years down the road, that the person that you love... It has some opposing, very deep opposing views that you have. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We still have our uh, caller, Olivia, on the line. Hi, Olivia. So, Olivia, you're saying that your boyfriend of forever, basically, um, Mm -hmm during this crazy political climate has shown behaviors and beliefs that are completely opposed to yours. And now it's causing a rift. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, this year when you feel like you start watching the news every day and you start to have different reactions to the news. And, and at first I was like, okay, we can't watch the news with each other, but then how do you even discuss things that happened over the the course of the day? Yeah. um, Because, it trickles down. It trickles down into yeah, everyday life, mm-hmm. especially if we're talking about the current political climate. Being a woman, there are day-to-day things that you are going to feel um, passionate about or have an opinion about. And if somebody's opposing to that, it's like, wait, you're affecting my entire life now. Simon, what what do you say to Olivia about that situation? Olivia, before I answer, how long have you been with your boyfriend? We've been together for 20 years now. Wow. It's coming up on 20 years. And, and in 20 years, you, you had no idea politically or ideology where he stand? Well, we always mm-hmm. met in the middle when it came to most of the things that we cared about. But this past year especially has been just 10 times harder. And I also think that even if you know where somebody lies politically, unless there's a reason for you to bring up a certain subject... It doesn't mm-hmm. really usually come up unless you feel threatened in some sort of way. So a lot of things exactly. have been threatened. So those conversations will come up more than they would have maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, Olivia, besides the political, how much do you love him? Like 100%? Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't still be with him if he wasn't okay. you know, the right guy for me. So if it's true love, 
I would not talk politics whatsoever together for the next three years, right? Because I don't want it to explode, as we know, no matter what, it's a matter of time, every president, every governor, every senator, everybody moves on. And mm. you may still be with him. So if right. his value, you can live with it, and only you can decide that, I suggest just never talk politics. I personally, for instance, have great friends on the other side. Uh, there is a certain threshold that I can, I, can, mm-hmm. I can have and some not. What I have done, and I love my friends, I just stopped talking about it with them. And, and we have so many other things to talk about besides mm-hmm. politics. So mm-hmm. I, I think the compromise is if you can live with this value, like it's not intolerable to you as a human being, well, then just close the conversation for the next years to come and, and, and enjoy him. Angie, what do you recommend for Olivia? I mean, that's, that's so hard for me because it's one thing when it's a friend. Because I do have a friend like Simon who is on the complete opposite end of the political spectrum. We had knockdown dragouts about it. We agreed we're never speaking about politics again. I look at her differently, though. And, and she and I, we don't live together every single day. We, you know, we're friends, but uh-huh. we're we're not intimate. And so, because it's not in my face every single day, I can live with that. But right. if it, if it were somebody I was with for twenty years, yeah, and everything who I am, what I believed, he believed the opposite or felt I was crazy for those beliefs. Honestly, I don't think I could handle it. I don't think I could get beyond it. That's me because it's such it's. It's not just the romantic life. This is life. You know what I mean? And if you don't have a partner that believes in who you are as a person and your beliefs, it's very hard to feel any romantic feelings for that person. That is true, too. That is, it's a case-by-case, case, Olivia. I mean, I understand, Angie, 100%. There's things that I couldn't accept either. And there's things that I said to myself, well, a few elections coming and all this is passed. And I look at the good and the bad and I make the balance. But it's a it's a case by case decision. Only you, Olivia, can really decide what's the threshold acceptable yeah. or not acceptable. Really and, and, only you. And if there are some hard, fast things that you can't get beyond, you have to let him know that. Yeah. And have a deeper conversation. Right. I know yeah. that's hard. Both really and good it, advice. Yeah. And <laughs> we wish you the best of luck and we hope your relationship survives or, you know, if it's better for you that it doesn't, then do what you gotta do and, and we hope the next one does. So from The Rendezvous, we wish you the best of luck. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, more of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. If you want to comment on what we're talking about now regarding our last call, who mm-hmm. is in a relation, long-term relationship with somebody who, considering the political climate, has showed who they are. They're Mm -hmm. now of opposing beliefs. So that brought me to this question of, Simon, what do you do if you're with somebody or you know it's not right, you know this is the wrong relationship, but you're not walking away? Have you ever been in that situation where you're like, this person is wrong for me? I'm sure there was one, Simon. Uh, Yeah, I um, had a wonderful relationship with a a woman who was uh, an addict to cocaine. Oh, cocaine. Yeah. So what happened is that 
At first, I didn't realize it, that it's enthusiasm, that energy was based on the cocaine floating into a system. And, and so... So she by, was a little too excited and you didn't was, realize I, it was because of the drug addiction? You no, thought it you was know, because of the energy? She, yeah, this, this, this <laughs> extraordinary energy she had all the time. And then, yeah. and then the alcohol came with it and so many other things. Okay, but after you found out she was a drug addict, you mm-hmm. stayed with her. So why? And, well, because I loved her and I thought I could save her. Mm. And I was wrong. Captain Sava. I was chick. wrong. And so <laughs> and she she left me anyway for a very bad man who abused her and then we're still very good friends to this day and, and I love her dearly. It's been years and years. But I, I just realized that when somebody's toxic, they intoxicate you uh, mm. through the relationship mm-hmm. and, and that is dangerous if you can handle it. And I, I was not equipped to handle that. That is uh, exactly what I'm talking about. And I want to know um, mm-hmm. from you as well, um, give us a call, 855-905-8255. What's the bad relationship you are in or were in that you knew was so bad and you couldn't get out? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We're talking about a toxic relationship that you cannot walk away from for whatever reason. And while we were talking about this whole conversation, we did get a voicemail. Uh, Listening on the iHeartRadio app, let's listen to this voicemail. Hi, this is Sean. Um, I'm listening from Ohio, and uh, I love your show. Um, So I've been dating this girl. Uh, I didn't know at the time, but she uh, was married. And uh, her husband is a very powerful guy. And uh, one day she comes to me and tells me that uh, her husband had been like looking at all our texts. And I said, how did he do that? And she said, well, you know, he has access to these things. He, he, he bought me them. And then um, he must have put a tracking program there. And then she got a new phone with a new number, kind of her bat line, so that that could never happen again. But it seems like she expected to get caught and it seems like she wanted to get caught. So um, I was asking you guys whether you thought if this is how it is now, if this will always be how it will be in the future, because um, I don't know if this is a game or not that she's playing with me. So any advice you could give would be amazing. Um, Thanks again for listening. And uh, I hope, I hope you have uh, some guidance for me. Mm. All right, Simon. Um, that's an interesting call based on, you know, the fact that we're asking for calls about toxic relationships. This sounds like one to me. I want to hear, Simon, mm-hmm. your thoughts on all of this. Wants advice on dating a married woman who likes to get caught by her husband. Sounds like a game. Or is it next on The Rendezvous? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a voicemail that came in to 855-905-8255 when we were talking about toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. And Simon, um, Sean, who called us, said, I have been in a relationship with a married woman. Mm-hmm. First of all, hi. That's not going to work. And second of all, he said, I think she likes to get caught by her husband because she has this phone. It's in his name. She knows that he's going to see everything. And he's wondering if she's playing a game. I mean, Simon, to us, it might sound obvious. What do you think is really going on here? Exactly what Sean said is that um, if you do uh, things consciously or subconsciously to get caught, you will be caught. So, like, Sean becomes the object of revenge of the wife against her husband for whatever reasons we don't know. Maybe he cheated on her, maybe not. Maybe she's she hates him and she wants to get back at him. She wants the husband to find out she's having this affair with Sean. 
And that's why these things happen. Otherwise, she would have deleted all the text, or I don't know, taking other precautions. So it, it's a very toxic situation. Do you feel like maybe um, if somebody does that, it's an attention-seeking thing? Like, look how desired I am by other men. You know, look at this, and you're not all that, and I could leave at any second. Do you think it's a cry for help in a relationship? Like, hey, uh, other people want me. I want you to want me. That would be a nice version. I'm afraid that um, it's more like I hate you. Take that uh, when something like this happens because you married. You married. I I don't know if it's an I hate you. I feel like sometimes it's a cry for help. Like help me feel loved by you. Help me feel desired the way this man is. Help our relationship. Like this is what I'm doing. I'm resorting to this behavior. It's clearly not good. Sometimes we're screaming out for attention. But but the fact that you let the messages and so the details and everything they right. exp- that is the, the the mean part. That's why I, I said hate, which is a strong word, because yep. I believe that it's a revenge. Otherwise, you talk or you leave. But you know, you you're in charge of deleting your messages, right? So I mean, if you leave messages that's going to hurt his feelings for the rest of his life, where is the love? I feel like desperate times call for desperate measures. Sometimes, if you're in this marriage where you're not feeling loved. You know how a child will throw a tantrum to get attention from their parents when they just want some attention. I feel like sometimes we resort to like crazy things to get attention from our mate because we need it. We feel unloved. We feel neglected. We feel naked out here and you're not helping the situation. So I'm going to throw a tantrum in my adult way. And by doing that, I'm going to do immature things like leave things open to hurt you and I feel like at the yes it is hurtful yes they're trying to get your attention but I feel like at the root of it it's me saying I need something from you I'm not getting that's right that's the the message I just identified maybe to the husband being cheated on so I got mad but I just feel like (laughs) that's what I did yes no I mean on the surface of course like we're gonna be mad as soon as we see that but why is somebody doing that why are they doing that because they're in pain yes that, I mean, the reason why you do something like this because you in so much pain, you want to get back at the person, but there is the right way to get back at a person to seek attention and that. I mean, Angie, what would you do? I mean, oh, you would be so upset. I would be upset at first because there's cheating going on, but I would want to really, if I love this person that's my husband, I would want to find out, like, why are you doing this? Like, what is going on with us that you're unfulfilled or what do you need that I'm not giving you? My advice to our caller would be, yes, she's playing a game and you're the pawn. Like, get out of that situation because she's not in it for you. She's in it to make her husband jealous or make her husband angry or she's using you to get something out of her marriage she's not getting. Do you agree or no? Yeah, yeah, I agree, Angie. That's true. Yeah, well, That's the purpose Sean, is that. Yeah, Sean wanted to know if she's playing a game. I a 1,000% think she's playing a game. And it's unfortunate that Sean is stuck in the middle of this, so... But it's Sean's fault. What is he doing in this relationship, right? Yeah, get out. You knew she was married. You're not a victim of anything. You went with a married woman. There you go. Take the blame now. All right. And just get out and let them figure it out. And you do you. And we wish you the best. Thank you so much for calling The Rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie next. Thanks so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. All our love, dating, romance, relationship things we spoke about tonight, everything we covered, all the calls, all the advice, that's all at simonandangie.com on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Simon, we had such a good show. Yes, Yes. great show tonight. 
Uh, dating mistakes that you've made. That was um, Thea's call. Also, bad kisses, bad kissing, bad kissers, how that feels. And then dating someone that you know is bad for you. This goes right back to the voicemail we just had from Sean, dating a married woman. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, don't touch other people's fire or you will get burned. Meaning, in the case of Sean, he was, you know, in an affair, really, with a married person. And then he's getting burned, of course. That's going to happen. Do not mess with other people's kitchen. Don't mess with other people's fire. Hmm. The fire of other, you know, that's, you'll get burned. You will and hurt. And so you should know that before you complain. Sometimes you know? the fire is so warm and tempting, though. And it's hard because you smell the cookies hard, right? in the kitchen. And you're like, ooh, I want a cookie. <laughs> oh, this fire's warm. Yeah, it's it hard, smells but... good, feels good. But at the end, it's a bitter sweet taste. So there that's you go. what gonna, you're going to get afterwards. Thank you for that wisdom, Simon Marcel, our French romantique. Thank uh, you, Angie. If you ever have a question for Simon or myself, please hit us up at simonandangie.com. You can send us an email. And also, Simon and Angie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Send us a direct message. You don't have to use your name. You can use a fake name. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't have to use your government name and and give us your question. We're happy to answer that on air as well. Until tomorrow, more romance for you, and we will speak to you next on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.